Listening to Roar, powered by LT Gray. Welcome to the Tiger Den. Hi, this is LT Gray. My name is Miss Schiff, and I'm with Min Young Kim. And we are back from a pandemic, and I had a baby, so we've had a long hiatus from doing any podcasts. In fact, this is the first all year, and we're very late into second semester. Uh, But we thought it was imperative to kind of pick it up where we started and continue on our trek to greatness and really kind of reevaluate what we've been doing in El Tigre and how things have changed, especially post-pandemic. Well, I still guess we're in it, but post-online learning in the pandemic. So, Minyoung, do you want to tell us, like, how El Tigre is functioning right now? I mean, I think the revamp of El Tigre really came back in second semester, especially with our whole cast actually being here. Um, We got a whole new group of reporters and photographers, um, better than ever. And I think that we were really able to pull through, especially this semester, by um, getting through two whole publications as well as working on our third now. And I think that's something that's actually really understated. Like, this is not really easy to do in the time span that we're giving ourselves. And I think that we're really pulling through with the cast. Uh, It's true. I think that uh, the staff has actually worked exponentially harder to maintain not only the level that we're used to, but to surpass it. Um, And that is a testament to your team. Also, uh, you are in third, fourth period, excuse me now, and we have one of our students in first period, and then we have everybody else in sixth period. So how is that working? Yeah, I mean, in the beginning of the year, like everything seemed to be a little bit too widespread. Communication seemed to be a difficult process for us to really get um, ideas and deadlines through. But I think that as the year went on by, we really started making a system that really learned to work for us. And I think I think the system really shows that it's working. Uh, I think although communication can be hard at times, it's, as long as everybody is willing to pull through and pull their own weight of it, I think that we were back to um, the same efficiency, if not better. And uh, how are you guys communicating? Um, you know, it might just be talking face-to-face or it might be passing each other in the hall. You know, in the age of the internet and phones, we have the privilege of being able to like text each other no matter where the distance is. And I think that it's become really crucial that people like look at their emails and like their phones for a very... Like, um, time-sensitive messages, and I think that everybody's been working pretty well in getting those deadlines through. I want to interject that I also see you in fourth period using your Mac to text people because your phone and your computer are synced, and so I think that using iMessage has already expedited things just because you guys are all in communication in one chat also, um, so it's easier in that regard. So I guess yay for the uh, like Apple ecosystem and interface because it's really helped you guys connect i mean yeah i mean if you try to compare this to like save in like two years ago then this was something that we didn't even like think of doing i mean barely anybody used their macs to take notes during class um computers itself in a classroom setting was very rare um but as we returned from the pandemic we really saw this shift towards um getting everyone to start using their devices and really getting um managing 
and uh, utilizing all of the uses that we have with our personal devices. Speaking of changes and shifts, what would you think the biggest change is um, since we came back or since the last time we talked? Um, I think just the general setting of what COVID has done to us, especially after a season of not creating a physical copy of the magazine has really left us in a place where I would say we were almost vulnerable. The whole team was very unused to the production of the magazine as we have done it before. Um, basically everybody was an, a new addition to the team, um, just uh, besides Sarah and I. And even that was a whole two years ago since we created the last publication. Um, despite this, I mean, I think this is the most efficient year that we've ever had, um, at least in my experience here. I'm creating so much um, content and so much um, ideas that we actually came back even stronger and I think set a really good foundation for the future years to come too. I agree. Um, some people have asked, especially since in my absence uh, there was no publication made, if we're going to go solely online uh, ever and if that's our goal. How do you feel about that? Um, I think there is a place in LT Grade for the online publication. I think the only problem with that is it's so limiting compared to what a physical copy of the works can do. I think that there is an emotional kind of um, connection that people have when they're reading something um, in hand. I, I, I think that while the website is great and a really accessible way for everyone to read through it, I think that the work um, and dedication that we put into the magazine really shows within itself when you're just reading through it. That's true. Um, in terms of, by the way, our website is www.ltgray.blog. So it's very easy. Ltgray.blog yeah. is pretty simple. I think we should probably give it a shout out since we're talking about it. Um, it really hasn't been updated with the exception of I put our first uh, magazine as a digital copy up there but we haven't updated the articles yet which we absolutely will after this next publication comes out but um in terms of being a student not ter in terms of being a receiver but in terms of actually creating the physical magazine is there a difference between the creation of a physical magazine versus creating a website um I really do think that with the pandemic, uh, we had the room to play around with some of the websites as capabilities, especially the fact that we can cover a little bit of a broader spectrum of topics that we usually may not cover within the main publication um, for reasons such as um, simply the story not making the cut alongside other stories or, or simply the fact that a recipe may not exactly fit into the general theme of the magazine. I think that we really benefited from being able to cover a wider variety of topics that have to do with not only student life, but also the student campus and body. Um, I think that the website really played a pivotal role in us exploring some of the options that we have for LT Grade. But do you think that it allows you to have the same technical knowledge as the physical copy? Uh, the technicalities are definitely different. Um, I would say that the physical copy, I mean, especially with the graphic design elements and, and, and the editing that we put into the photography is definitely a different level, I would say, in terms of having a physical copy in hand. Um, the website is there to have a foundation and a backbone for what may be there, but I think that 
it, it is a little bit different and unique in both experiences that way. Yeah, I mean, to post on the website, you literally upload the article onto our page and slap a picture on it and call it a day. Um, But definitely we utilize Adobe and make our own layouts and we have more creative um, ownership. There's more creative ownership. Yeah. And I think that it... Although the website makes us more autonomous in terms of what we want to do and put out there, um, the magazine, you're right, it does mean that you have to make the cut, but I think it also requires the students to rise to the level of print where uh, web-based articles are not necessarily seen or deemed as uh, the hierarchy. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, Just the work that is put into it almost on like an emotional level is completely on a on a new level when you're creating something from scratch literally everything is from scratch um so obviously we're gonna have a bit more care and um thought into what we put out right it also makes you learn portrait photography and how to make a cover and advertising and there's a whole different world out there that I think that you're learning in print than you are um, just by slapping something on the internet. But we do both because we are fantastic, right? Right. <laughs> um, what else have we done this year? Like uh, the Santa Monica Venice? Yeah. Yeah. We went on uh, an educational field trip. Uh, I think <laughs> uh, that's a great word for putting it, especially for the photographers. Um, we brought in a Daniel, a professional photographer to teach some of the uh, the know-hows of how to um, capture a subject as well as landscape photography. Um, we had like a, vi- a variety and a wide range of topics that we could cover, especially being in Santa Monica and, and Venice. I think those are two really um, bright and um, active places where we were able to get a lot of cool photos in. They had a lot of flavor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's the word. <laughs> they, they definitely had a lot of flavor. Uh, yeah, I, I think that was great. We got to go into LA and do that. Um, I think that the students learned a lot of street photography and different ways to capture um, textures and other things that like we take for granted on campus that we actually have, but it's nice to put students out of their element and, and make them work that way because I think that sometimes, and this is for you know other professionals as well, like we become lethargic in our same setting and sometimes it takes a, a setting change to like reboot right our creative right. mind, which I think is really important. Uh, do you have any reflections for your senior year in publications? L T Gray, what what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, my third year here, like, I, I guess I have to consider myself a veteran at this point. Um, I don't know. It doesn't really compare to your years of experience here, but I would say that... Well, if you were here for 16 years, you'd be a super senior. Yeah. That's probably not I, yeah, appropriate. Right. <laughs> um, you know... As, as glad as I am to be leaving the high school atmosphere and going on into the college world, I think that I'll probably be carrying on my experiences in publications towards the future. I, the experiences that I had here were really great. And just, it, I guess it put me out of my element while putting me further and deeper within the culture here at school. That's great. Um, what things can you take away that you learn most from joining a publications class? I think um, despite us having our individual tasks and work, publications is a really teamwork-driven class 
where you need to be on constant basis with everybody, um, especially with the role of editor-in-chief, I think that you have to be able to keep everyone credible, um, make sure that everybody can meet their deadlines and do meet their deadlines. Um, and since we do all have our own creative work, we need to be able to make sure that all of this can coerce uh, together and come together as a finalized product. Um, I think that's the biggest takeaway of iPad. That coagulation is really hard. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I don't think that that comes easy, especially when everybody has their own opinion. And there are like 16 opinions and there's one magazine. I, I think the great part about that is that it, it really does show within the magazine, however. Like we may all have our own vision for what we want the magazine to look like. But at the end, I feel like it has a little bit of each of our characteristics in it, which really does make it personalized to us. I think that's pretty awesome. Um, any last other final words? Um, while it's the end of the year, I guess this is our first official episode back. So it's, so it's not your final, so you don't get to say your goodbye. The, yeah, it's not the final yet. I'm still around for a whole two months. Um, <laughs> that That's a lot longer than then i think that's 20 years in senior time yeah yeah that definitely feels like it (laughs) so you have time um is there anything you want to let your listeners know about the upcoming magazines there are two yes the summer edition and the yearbook edition will be available later in the year Uh, we're making great progress on the summer edition the yearbook one will be coming out well with the yearbook um (laughs) so buy your yearbook yeah Do that at the finance office. Yes. (laughs) The sooner you do it, the sooner you can get it because they may sell out. So we want you to make sure that you get your yearbook, which by the way, we don't have anything to do with because we're not the yearbook class. So we're promoting them because we think they're great. Right? Yes. They are pretty great. Yeah. They're great neighbors. Yeah. They are great neighbors. We share a room with them with like this weird wall with a hole in it. Um, But... They've been working really hard to meet their deadlines as well. And so I think it's kudos to them. I think it's important to give them a shout out just to let everybody know that the yearbook also works their tushies off all year. And um, you should buy your yearbook. Also because that's the only way you can get our yearbook edition. And we're bomb and there's some really good stinking pictures of some people that we can't mention right now. (laughs) But like those headshots and photos are like fantastic and they remind me of the Lincoln Memorial. (laughs) (laughs) I guess guess that's a good word for it. (laughs) So uh, that's your little teaser. So make sure you buy your yearbook and check out our mini mag inside that yearbook because they're dope. By the way, this is the second year that we were able to do that because Miss Mrs. Linton, who runs the yearbook, has been kind enough to invite us for that kind of collaboration. And if you're a yearbook advisor or you are a publications teacher or magazine or yearbook, newspaper, whatever you do at your school, uh, I encourage you to inquire about what a mini mag is inside of the yearbook because that collaboration has been amazing. So I know that not only students listen to this, but other educators, and I think it's really important that we hone in that collaboration between classes can also be a magnificent way to promote one another. Yeah, yeah. All right. I guess that's it for our our first episode back, not the final. Um, (laughs) He's ready to beat out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think think we'll be having a little bit more um, intakes on in future episodes from other members of our class so all right well thank you min young for joining me and by the way before we peace out tell everybody where you're going 
Uh, I am committing to UC Berkeley. <laughs> yes! So we have matching sweatshirts. Anybody who needs to see them, um, I can post them on the website at some point when I get permission to do so. But um, thank you for listening. And we can't wait to hear or see or talk to you guys all again. So have a good one. Bye.